Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Also, we are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. Click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your timing is impeccable. I to do this. Oh, I got this too. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So, where shall I begin, you guys? You choose, my friend. Okay, um, Lady Antebellum had to cancel a show down in Prior Lake this past weekend because Charles Kelly, Mm -hmm. one of the uh, singers, had an appendicitis. This would have been their first show back in Minnesota, first show in 16 months, and then his appendix had other plans. He's the lead singer. Yes. Well, well he and Hillary. He and yes. Hillary, yeah. But front, front man. Front man. Fellow yeah. front person. Correct. So uh, he posted a picture of himself in a hospital bed. On Instagram. So did they keep the show going without the headline? They did. And then the other acts just did longer sets. Anybody good? Did you go? Uh, I did not go, Rocco. Thank you for asking. I couldn't get a ticket. I know. I tried leaning on you because I wanted to go see Sticks 38 Special and Cheap Trick. That would have been a really, really good show. Super good. Um, Everybody said it was good. John Bream said it was a blast. Oh, really? John Bream. I wonder when he's going to retire. He's good. I've yeah, he's really good. I've met him a few times. Me too. He uh, he knows so much about Prince because he was there, you know, from the early days right. through, you know, now. And uh, boy, he's got some Prince stories. Hey, that's a guy, Steve, you should have on your show. John Bream. Yes. I like that. <laughs> I finally watched the Rocco critic. Bonello edition of Coffee with Cool. Oh, oh yeah, yes, it's Rocco. really good. It's Rocco. pretty good. Featured Boy, I have a mullet. It looks kind of weird. Yeah. For so if <laughs> if that's just sort of your first mirror experience <laughs> yeah. recently, we're happy to help. <laughs> it looks you. great. You can't stop it now. I was just watching a, a wrestling documentary last night about the uh, the nineties era of wrestling, and there was a guy, Shawn Michaels, very famous WWE wrestler. And he had a mullet and said he didn't realize he had a mullet. And it was a long <laughs> mullet until his he got married. And his wife said, you know, you could just you could 
grow your hair out. He said, yeah, I know. That's what I'm doing. She said, no, you can grow it all out. And he said, what are you talking about? She said, you have a mullet. And he said, what is a mullet? She said, it's what you have. And it was very short on top. But he said it was. It got to like the weird long point on the side. <laughs> and so then he was like, ah, oh, let's just trim that back. And then that's a slippery slope because the, the back just keeps getting longer and longer. That's Boy. when you got to perm that. I'm looking at pictures of Shawn Michaels. That is, how does he not know? How does he not know? Well, he probably didn't know that that's what it was called. Because nobody called it that until the 90s. Sure. I think we called it hockey hair for a while. Yes. 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 Oh, man. What a journey. I really like Lady A, by the way. (laughs) I'm a big fan of Lady A. I am, too. They're really, really good. Um, You know who else I love? Melissa Etheridge. Come to my uh, she is so good. Okay, this is just a little name drop, but when I was in college, I had the opportunity to like work at some events in New York. Like I would be a seat filler or a talent escort, and I was working at the Grammy Awards, and she came in for rehearsal, and like there was, you know, just crew there. The place just went wild when she was done. She was so impressive. Oh, cool. Um, she's just so great. So she's got a new song out and a new video out. The song is called For the Last Time. And this is going to be from her album, One Way Out. This will be her 16th album in 33 years. And she's got nine tracks from the 80s and 90s that she never put out. Oh, And so this is going to be out on September 17th. So if you are a fan of Melissa Etheridge, you might want to listen to this. She still sounds great. Yeah. that's And, and she's, you know, playing the harmonica. You know, they have it attached to their Yeah, yeah, head. I like that. That's when you know somebody means business. Yes. And remember, during the whole pandemic, she figured out a way to, like, monetize. Um, like, she was charging a right. monthly fee. Yes. To do unlimited shows so she would do like a number of shows say for 20 bucks a month but it was sure. a way it was a model that she set up that was useful for other musicians and artists i don't know if anyone followed her lead but she figured it out and she wow. was just doing like her wow you're not a bad dog not a bad dog <laughs> burn it to the ground Anyway, um, she was going to put out a box set that ended up being shelved when she and her record label parted ways. And then after the pandemic, she decided to return to the project. So I'm excited. I thought, can I give you, Rocco, can you pull something up for me? Yes. Could you pull up um, Himalayan flute music on YouTube? (laughs) I have been starting my mornings. And when I go to, I just want to, it's, we're in the beach. Can I talk about music? I want to know is how did he have that ready so fast? He's, we've got, we've got a, 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 we're connected spirits. You're a bro code. Okay. But you know, as I've been doing these, uh, tomorrow is day 30 of the 5 a.m. wake up challenge. Today I got up at 5.45. I mean, I give myself like a B minus on how I've done it. Um, but it's really about experimenting with margin in the morning. Figure out the time. The time is not necessarily the important thing. It's figuring out the time for you that allows margin in your day, peace and solitude to start. But I've been pulling stuff like this up. My wife is not quite into this uh, stuff, but I'll just sit It's massage music. Massage music. But there's a variety. You can do Himalayan flute music. I mean, imagine, let's all just imagine for a moment, a moment, let's do five seconds I'm of I'm going to fall asleep. I don't want to. You're sitting outside. It's very comfortable and you're just looking. You hear birds chirping and you listen to this. 
Okay, you do you, man. <laughs> now, some of the other things... I, I don't always listen to this. I also do... Um, like this morning, I listened to Lord of the Rings Middle Earth ambiance music. You can do that. You can do all sorts of peaceful instrumental. I love movie scores and listening to movie scores outside. Huh. Something really moving about okay. that experience. And so that's, uh, I just figured we were in the beat, and I didn't want anybody to think that all we cover is pop music, because our boss, if I had a nickel for every time she said, how come you guys don't cover the Himalayan flute scene? How many nickels would you have? I'd, be, I'd probably not <laughs> You'd one. probably yeah. owe her a few nickels. I might owe her a few. <laughs> yeah, she makes me pay when I bring up Himalayan flute music. Oh, what a journey, uh, Steve. You know, speaking of a journey, uh, when we come back, I'm curious, have you ever left something expensive or even not, but just a bummer. Left something in a shopping cart after you purchased mm. it. Left something in a parking lot as you're putting things in your car and then you leave something. You mm. ever had one of these situations? If so, you can call us. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. I want to tell you about the uh, comedy of errors that happened in my life on Saturday. Resulting with the final one being, son of a gun, where is the blank I just bought? Oh, no. We'll tell you about that. Uh, maybe we'll do it with a bit of Himalayan flute music. All I right, don't know yet. Yeah. That all. When we come back, it's done. It's Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hello. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Woo! Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, DJ Rock Lobster. Coming up today at 1030, we have got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You're going to have an opportunity to play, which will be fabulous. Also at 1130 today, Money Monday. Oh, and by the way, just a deep tease you later on this hour, 1045. Um, I just found something out about the Frasier reboot. Oh. Something that was really positive, like, oh, cool. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then something that was sort of shocking. Really? Wow. <laughs> we'll get into that today at 1045. Okay. Now. You ever leave something behind in a parking lot at a store where, like, you purchase the item and then you pay the money for it, you just forget to bring it home with you? Yes, I've left a lot of stuff. I've left my wallet. In a no, like a thing car. you bought. Like we yeah, left an oscillating know. fan that we purchased. Oh, I need one of those. In a parking lot years ago. Just, hmm. you're welcome, Bed Bath & Beyond. They probably <laughs> got to resell it. 
So you didn't go back? No, it like wasn't there. It's like you get home and you realize, oh, the fan. We left it in the park. The fan is gone. Mm. You didn't even just try to go back and go, hey, I left the fan. Donna. Hey, I I have follow-up questions. Sorry. Let me tell you what happened on Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Now, I have a dog. It's, we have an invisible fence. And an invisible dog. Donna! <laughs> <laughs> I just walked That'd that empty funny. leash. Yeah. You know, that's a very. Did we uh, talk about those leashes? Yes. 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 Right. Oh, man. That's a very uh, Mitch Hedberg moment. Yes. It, is. <laughs> it works good with my invisible dog. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, uh, he, he had chewed the. <laughs> stay with me on this. He had chewed the collar that the invisible fence monitor thing mm-hmm. was connected to. So we couldn't clasp it anymore. So what you have to do then is remove the invisible fence mechanism thing. You have to get a new collar, drill new holes, mm-hmm. and make it all line up. Been there. Long story short, the collar that we got, great for just normal collar purposes, very challenging for having to drill through. It was just a whole thing. It was taking forever and ever. I mean, my wife and I are probably working on this together with a drill and the mechanism and all of that for probably 25 minutes. Hmm. We finally get it through. So then Stevie Boy goes out to the garage to the toolbox. And I just go to tighten it. You just have to tighten it. I was like, oh, I don't know. Is this tight enough? Probably not. All right. Loosen it. Loosen's too too easy. I was like, all right, just let me tighten it again. I tighten it after all this time working on it, finally getting it through. Rolls away. I sheared off the bolt, snapped right off. Now there's a piece stuck in it. You cannot get it out. You can't just get another bolt. The the mechanism. Yeah, the is, thing that goes. Yes, there's now a sheared off bolt in there, so you cannot screw it in. After all that time, shipping, I totally ruin it. Now it might cost a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, they're not cheap. From getting a ten dollar replacement collar to that, so ha ha ha, we laugh about it. What are you gonna do? Your boy goes down to the patio, and after really delaying it, I thought, I'm going to finally put up my hammock. I'm going to put it up, and I'm going to lay in it. I had trees at my last house, perfectly distanced trees that I would strap it onto. I lose the straps for this one. I don't know where they are. I have to order new straps. I get the new straps. I go to put the hammock up, and my wife says, you know, I thought it would just work really well between these two posts. And I said, they're not wide enough apart. You're, you're not seeing it that way. And she said, oh, okay. And wait, then I wait, heard... Wait, back it up. You're going to put the posts in the trees? Those young trees? No, 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 no. No. At my old house, Got it. it was trees. Got Here, it. we have to use the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman... Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Patio posts. The posts that hold up the deck over top of it. So she says, use this one. And I said, I can't use those ones. It's not going to work. And then, okay. And I just sensed. Sometimes you sense this with your significant other. There's more in that, okay. There is a, I sense like in a month as I say, oh, I wish it wasn't over here. She would say, I told you, you should have just tried it right here. So I thought, you're sitting here. I'm going to show, I want to show you so we never have to have this conversation again. Stevie Boy straps now the hammock to these posts that are too close together. So now the hammock is a big U. It's a deep U. And she said, oh, well, I guess it would work as a swing there. It was so low to the ground. I sit down in it, swing back, swing forth, swing back, boom, drop to the ground. Just like that. <laughs> it totally just snaps. I fall down Thank to you, the sound ground. sound effect guy. Yeah, or, or we've been having that guy here for fully for months. Hasn't done squat. Finally did that. Stevie Boy falls to the ground. Donna, the strap from the hammock snapped off. Had I been in the hammock five feet in the air, I would have fallen, been paralyzed, concussed. I'd have tubes in and out of me. Luckily, I just fell onto a bed of mulch. That was thing number two. So uh, we work on the invisible fence collar for uh, almost a half hour. Stevie Boy snaps off a bolt. It's broken. It's okay. I'm going to relax in my hammock. I go to sit in the hammock, rock forward, backward, forward, fall down. Broken. Totally broken. Very so broken. It's so broken, Donna. Can I, can I, first of all, I'll give you an opportunity still to, a third thing. to simmer, okay? Because I feel like this is like church. When I used to go to church when I was five and the priest was very excited and I'd say, Mom, why is the priest always yelling at us? <laughs> Getting a little bit of those vibes right now. Okay. So, I haven't even gotten to the shopping situation. Very triggering. Okay. So are you trying to tell me that the... Posts on your deck didn't hold the hammock. They weren't strong enough. No, the posts were strong enough. The hooky part that hooks onto the straps that is connected to the hammock and that connects to the straps. Okay. The hammock failed. Sheared right off. All right. You should get in touch with the company. I'm going to. I could have died. I'll see them in court. Okay. (laughs) And I told you guys in the Boundary Waters that my hammock tent collapsed because uh, my I hung it to a dead birch tree. Oh, no. Oh, so, no. Donna, you're the only one of us that hasn't had a hammock collapse in the I last haven't. Meanwhile, you got two survivors yeah. here. All right. I'm going to buy a hammock stand because I'm not a dummy. Thing number three. <laughs> all right. End of the night. I thought, all right, fine. I'm going to put on those new joggers. I got $32 joggers from Target. It's a little I, pricey. That's what I thought. Yeah. I've looked at them before. I thought I'll get them. Said to my wife, have you seen my joggers? I haven't seen your joggers. The joggers were in one of the food bags. Are you sure you haven't seen my joggers? I haven't seen your joggers at all. I'm looking in the car. I'm looking in the garage. I'm looking in the kitchen. I'm looking in the pantry. I'm looking on the steps. I'm looking in my room. I cannot find the joggers. I said, have you seen a bag of kale, too? There's kale? I haven't seen any kale. She said, I think you left that bag at Target. I remember distinctly, like ringing it out, and I had it and everything. So now I have no kale. I have no joggers. I said, what do I do? And she said, you just call and say, did you find a bag with kale and joggers? And I called them, and they didn't. They didn't find it. So now I paid for a bag of kale Mm -hmm. and joggers 
that happens on the same night mm-hmm. that earlier that day, just trying to take a load off at the end of the day. Trifecta. I've fallen to nearly my death from a hammock and have sheared off a bolt. Hundred dollar mistake there. You know how much yesterday cost? Saturday cost me two hundred bucks. Probably a hundred bucks for the collar, thirty bucks for the hammock, and then another thirty bucks for the joggers and four dollars for the kill. <laughs> that is a total of a hundred and sixty-four dollars. Cool. All right, let's play a game. <laughs> With that, we're setting up a GoFundMe. <laughs> All right, 651-641-1071. Uh, you can call now, team up with me, or team up with Donna. And if you team up with the right person, you're going to win a great prize. That is next on my talk. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. All right, we are back and better than ever. That feels premature, not true. Interpretation. False advertising. Yeah, okay, I'm just going to do this. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, yours truly. I want to see how smart you are. Okay. You know, uh, yesterday I spent my afternoon watching the Euro Cup final. Italy defeated England. Yes, and they said it's coming home. It's coming home to Rome. It's coming home, but now it's coming Rome, as they say. So, since my name is Rocco Bonello, and don't forget, I have been to Roma. Have you? Yes, it's en route to the port city of Civitavecchia. Oh, yeah? Chiv- that's the old uh, city or something like that? Civitavecchia. Oh, that's, that's where the cruise left from. That's cool. Rome is pretty awesome. It was great. I loved it. Loved it. They call it the Eternal City. So, anyways, um, it made me start thinking about how could we celebrate Italy today. How do you know? So we're going to talk, we're going to quiz you guys on uh, movies that have something to do with Italy. All right. Okay. Um, and here to play is somebody who sounds very Scandinavian, <laughs> Leaf from Maple Grove. Well, hello, Leaf. Is it Leaf or Leif? It's Leaf. We go through this every time. Come on. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Leaf, listen, it's like uh, they hit us with the men in black thing at the end of every episode. We don't remember one thing. Yeah. And Steve has, uh, you know, Steve loves trees, so I'm sure he's going to try to team up with you with your name being Leaf. Yeah. And Leaf, I'll just tell you this. One of my trees that I planted almost two months ago has already grown 32 inches. Do you, you want to do, uh, can I do an impression of Steve's brain? Yep. Yeah, sure. Boy, you can see for miles in here. you're hired that was funny Leaf what a journey (laughs) okay Um, so who do you think Leaf knows more about movies that have something to do with Italy you know usually I'm loyal to Steve but I'm breaking the bromance up I'm going with Donna today yeah you You and me get out Steve 
You suck. You're the worst. Just because she has that magazine rack in her cabin and, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what, Leif? I was just looking at it this weekend and I went, is this like in poor taste or is it kitschy? Uh, like I said last time, burn it. All right. I'll use it in the wood pile. Oh, that curio. That's what you call it. Oh, I do have a curio up there, mm. too. I'm not getting rid of my curio. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what that magazine rack in your... No, it's next called. to the toilet. <laughs> Did Leaf just use the word amazing rack? <laughs> Whoa. Not the first time it's been used on this Oh, show. no, we're going to have to get HR on this. <laughs> All right, Leaf, stand by, okay? Okay, I'm potting him All right. down. All, All right. right, Donna, these are movies that have something to do with Italy. Um, we'll see how you do. <laughs> and it starts with this one. Can you name the 2010 Julia Roberts movie where her journey of self-discovery takes her to a pizzeria in Naples? Um, It's called Eat, Pray, Love. Can you name the famed director behind the films La Strada, Eight and a Half, and La Dolce Vita? Mm, Antonio Bertolini. Okay. Okay. And the 1997 film that garnered Roberto Benigni a Best Actor Academy Award. A Beautiful Life, I believe. And the second one, I don't know, Under the Tuscan Sky. (laughs) Oh, you wanted a director. (laughs) Sorry. That's fine. Let's see if Leaf has any insights. All right, Leaf. Uh, the first one was the 2010 Julia Roberts movie where her journey of self-discovery takes her to a pizzeria in Naples. Donna said, eat, pray, love. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, there's not a pizza in that name, is there? I don't know. Leave it alone, Leaf. Donna's feeling pretty confident about that one. All right, all right. Leave that one alone. Okay, number two. <gasps> no, that's wrong. The, I know the answer. Number two. Is it a pizza? Did that yes, the name Yes, something? it does. And it takes place in Canada. All right, sorry, Rocco. Go ahead. Um, number two, the famed Damn. director behind the films La Strada, Eight and a Half, and La Dolce Vita. No clue. Okay, I think Donna said Under the Tuscan Sky for that one. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Bandolini or something. I'm so mad about the first one. Okay. Spoiler alert, I think you should keep your first one. Okay. Um, and 1997 film that garnered Roberto Benigni a Best Actor Academy Award. Donna no said Beautiful Life or something. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything. Okay. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us, Lee. Hey, we'll put you on in. hold. And, um, All right, Steve's here. might still win a prize here. Sorry, sorry. I, I, Unbelievable you know, how much time that took. Sometimes the details, like, escape me. You know, no, like, he'll wait. say something, and I'll be like, oh, you said 2020. Uh, and then oh. I, I name a film from 1967. You yes, know? Yeah, yes. I, that is very true. That is, that it's a pressure. A yeah. You asked for a director. I gave you a film title. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that might have happened. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you ready? These yeah, are I'm ready, These are movies that have something to do with Italia. Italia, Civitavecchia. Nobody don't make it as big it. <laughs> and when I was in Civitavecchia, the guy on the bus, on the tour bus, would say, uh, please be careful as you go out. It is very danger. <laughs> very danger. Very danger. Okay, here goes, okay. Steve. We're going right. to start with this one. Can you name the 2010 Julia Roberts movie where her journey of self-discovery takes her to a pizzeria in Naples? Eat, pray, love. Number two, the famed director behind the films La Strada, Eight and a Half, and La Dolce Vita. Pass. 
and the 1997 film that garnered Roberto Benigni a Best Actor um, Academy Award. Life is beautiful. Okay. Say the next. Say the other one. A uh, famed director behind the films La Strada, Eight and a Half, and La Dolce Vita. Uh, Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick. All right. Shoot. It's pretty oh, close here. I don't know. I screwed up the last you one. You both had Eat, Pray, Love, even though Donna thought about changing it. I almost mm. said Mystic Pizza then, but I'm like, that wasn't in Italy. That was in Connecticut. And it was in the 80s, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, see the details. <laughs> I, I, I don't have time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you guys don't know the probably the most famous Italian director of all time? If I said that to you, would you have an answer? Scorsese? Or the other one. The one from Italia. Oh, the uh, one whose mother... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Give us a hint. His uh, his name is a double F. If you were playing oh, that name game, you'd get wait, double points. Oh, Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, no, Federico Fellini. Oh, Fellini. Fellini. You guys need to brush oh, up on Fellini. You're, that's a little snobby, Rocco. Well, yeah, that's he is like you know. I had to have some Italian. Well, I guess the third one. Just, yeah, Donna said a beautiful life, <laughs> and Steve it's was life more is correct. beautiful. Steve yeah, was more correct. <laughs> It is life is beautiful, is. right? Yeah. So are we tied? Oh, well, should we call Donna? No, no, okay, no, 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 no. This isn't Lori and Julia. This is okay, fine. we. So Leaf is Donna a loser. Is Donna's a loser. Steve is a wiener. Uh, you're How about a big this? Wiener. How about this, Leaf? Uh, because you and I have teamed up before, and we are blood brothers. Why don't we do the uh, tiebreaker? And if Leaf gets it, he wins the prize. Listen, to hey, this hot guy. dog. All right, hot okay. dog. Here we go. All right, can you name? This move. Say your name if you know it, Leaf. Oop, that's some country song. Here we go. Steve. Godfather. Oh. oh, Steve chimed in first. The Godfather. Leaf is a double loser. Oh, and Leaf and Yay, Butterfuco. Hey, Butterfuco. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <Butterfuco>. Joey Butterfuco. <laughs> Look up, uh, Peter Speaks Italian from Family Guy. That's like 30 seconds till never get back in your life. And uh, don't let Until Then and die, please. Oh, okay, okay, we okay. won't. Okay. Until then, then. Uh, we forgot yeah, about that. Goes, Leaf. Uh, hey, Thanks, uh, you called him a double loser. Didn't Steve just get it, though? Yeah, but you... Yeah, but I was going against Leaf, so he yeah. lost two times. Hey, Donna. <laughs> hey, knock, knock. <laughs> do you think, what if you did, let's do role play. And you no, be like a better version. Okay, fine. Moving forward. All right. Sounds good. Can we get tipsy? I don't know. Do you have any? Yes. Do you? Yes. All right. Time for a tip. Ba-ting. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. You can now apply for jobs on TikTok with TikTok Resume. TikTok is testing a new service okay. called TikTok Resumes. Let's you apply for jobs directly on TikTok. Uh-huh. Kind of like LinkedIn. Uh-huh. But just for Gen Zers. They're testing it out for the rest of July. Here's how it works. Anybody in the United States can search their job listings and apply at tiktokresumes.com geared toward young people we will tell you that you have to create a video resume and then you post it on tiktok and they're not looking for boring videos where you just list your experience and your skills gertrude all right amp it up they want people to get creative use filters use effects let your personality shine through as much as possible so it seems like tiktok Addicts, those who are really fluent in TikTok video making, 
will probably have somewhat of a competitive advantage, especially mm-hmm. if they're posting for social media positions. Right. They don't have a ton of job listings just yet. New York and Los Angeles have over 30 openings, while most other cities have one or two. But some of them look like solid jobs, everything from entry-level stuff to jobs that require 10 years of experience. They also got some pretty big brands to help test them. Some of the companies accepting resumes on TikTok this month include Shopify, Target, Chipotle, NASCAR, Donna, Mm -hmm. Forever 21, and the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Won't be using that service, but I got a tip for you. You're going to love it. Oh, great. Here we go. Okay. Go to a. Mine was just such a good, meaty tip, and you're going to water it down with, like, you know, you can freeze meatballs. No. (laughs) No, no. This is really good. Okay. Really good. Go to a news website, any right. website where CNN. there's text. Com. Okay, perfect. And click on a story. COVID are- deaths, great. Really okay. happy to be reading okay. it. Okay, I went to Rolling Stone, and I'm reading about uh, Billie Eilish. Okay. If you're having trouble reading that text, mm-hmm. do you know how to make it bigger? No. Control and yeah. the plus key. Control oh plus, and it will make it Donna. the text Reader's Digest size Wow. For you. Useful tip That's from Deval. Thank you. I've always gone, you can do the three dots and there's a zoom, but yeah, control That's plus. Cool. Oh, I didn't know there was a zoom. Yeah. Control well, plus. Well, that's on Chrome. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I think so. yeah, I guess so. We're talking about Chrome. Oh, it's at 400% right now. Alrighty, okay. when we come back. Uh, news about the Frasier reboot. Kelsey Grammer was talking about it, though there was something kind of shocking. Maybe that's an overstatement. At the very least, surprising about the cast of the Frasier reboot. Oh, goodness. And Matt Damon opened up about the biggest professional regret of his career. He is convinced that there is no other actor who has ever, through turning down a role, lost more money than he lost. Hmm. We'll tell you the thing he said no to when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, we're back. Why that? Why that? We're just talking to uh, Millennial Hannah about a bunch of things, but she was talking <laughs> uh, to me earlier about putting together the uh, the cat video festival reel. Oh. All sorts of fun stuff there. The tickets are on sale right now for Cat Video Fest. Uh, you can help support our charity partner, Bitty Kitty Brigade. Mm. It's happening Thursday, August 12th, presented by First Equity and a can of pet foods. You could see a segment that Hannah is talking about uh, from America's Funniest Home Videos, showing all sorts of killer cat videos, and then you can get more info at mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. And still time for you to get your videos in, too. Oh, I love those. They're <sighs> so funny. I could go down a rabbit hole yeah. of cat videos. For hours, I like the thug one, Thug Life. Oh, you ever see I that know, cat? I know that one. Oh God! I'll uh, I'll link it up, yeah. Then yeah. Grumpy Cat passed away a couple years ago. I know, so sad. <sighs> R.I.P. Grumpy. All right. Well, we've got other news to share with you. Um, so Kelsey Grammer is going to reprise his role as Fraser Crane very soon. Yes, indeed. I'm excited about this reboot. It's going to be happening with. Uh, Paramount Plus. So he was doing an interview with WNBC New York. And here's what he has to say. WNBC. New York. He offered a little bit of detail um, regarding just clues on what viewers might expect from the revival, the reboot of Frasier. 
Kelsey Grammer said the character who moved from Boston to Seattle for the original series is going to end up in another new place. He said he thinks he's going to go off and do one thing, and sure enough, his life takes him in another direction. Going on to say, and he ends up rich beyond his dreams. Mm. Frazier does in the reboot. Is this a uh, is this a lottery situation? Oh, I don't know. I thought he already was rich. Maybe not beyond his dreams. But yeah, beyond his dreams. What could happen? Does he get like a syndicated show? Oh, yeah. Now it's broadcast all throughout a big Howard Stern like deal on Sirius or something like that. Or maybe he's just working, not just working, but working in a hospital, a different setting. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, get this. Uh, John Mahoney, who played Frazier's dad, he passed away in so 2018. Good. The best. But they were, had questions about his surviving co stars David Hyde Pierce, Jane Leaves, Perry Gilpin. Uh, Kelsey Grammer told WNBC that he has, quote, reached out to everybody, but so far, no one has signed on. Wow. That's surprising. I thought so, too. Because I really would like to see... David Hyde Pierce. You can't... I mean, you have to I'd like to see the other ladies, too. The two ladies. Jane Leaves, Perry Gilpin. I was really surprised to hear that. Usually with these reboots, if the offer is out there, because, again, Kelsey is saying... I've reached out to everybody. Usually, look, like David Hyde Pierce, remember the last thing you saw him in besides Frasier? No, he's probably doing exactly. something on Broadway. Yeah. yeah. But you would just think that they would kind of jump at the opportunity. A, it's good financially, but also it's just, you know, the nostalgia of it all. And they've seen others go out and do it. Yeah, but you got to show me the money. Show me the money. And if the money's not right, you know, you got to stand by. By your value, your worth, not, you know what I mean? But I'm just thinking in the case of Perry Gilpin. Okay. A name that you don't exactly hear a ton. I don't know. What what, what, what would they offer her? Maybe. But we don't know. Like, there's so many shows out there, Steve. She could be a part of a, a show right now. You know, like, there's so many streaming shows and projects and movies I don't know. Well, that's all we know right now. Fine. I hope that they sign on. And I hope it's a good deal for everybody. To your point. Thank you. Another little bit of news regarding money and signing on. Matt Damon. I heard of him. He uh, was talking over the weekend. I believe this was at Cannes. Cannes Film Festival. He did a recent interview there. And the topic came up. So he's got that new movie. It's called Still Water. I think that was the one, Rocco, that you said got like a five-minute standing right. ovation. Yeah, Everybody's really pumped about it. Uh, anyway, they asked him at some point during an interview what his biggest career regret was. And he said it was turning down this role. Do you know the answer to this, Donna? Um, yes, I do. Rocco, do you know this? Uh, what's the question? What is Matt Damon's biggest career regret because he turned down this role? Hmm. Indiana Jones. Not bad. Big tent pole like that. Think he, blue. Yes, he turned down the lead role in Avatar. Mm, that'd be some money. That would well listen to that. Listen to this. He said, I was offered a little movie called Avatar. James Cameron offered me ten percent of it. Oof. 
He said, I will go down in history. You will never meet an actor who turned down more money. He went on to add that accepting the Avatar job would have meant abandoning the Jason Bourne franchise, which he called a, quote, moral choice. He just wasn't willing to make it. He also would have been committing to three more trips to Pandora, as James Cameron is working on multiple uh, sequels, to which Matt Damon then choked, they're sequels? Oh, my God. As he just sees more and oh more. Oh, my gosh. So, I believe uh, Pandora, uh, the Avatar, rather, I believe it hit $2 billion. And 10% of that, according to my math, is $200 million. Holy smokes. Yeah. You know, timing Jeez. is everything. Haven't you ever been presented with an opportunity that had it not been for something else that you committed to? $2.8 billion, So that's $280 million that Matt Damon turned down. How do you know? I get it. And if you're contractually, you know, committed to something else, yeah. what do you do? No, I get it. Timing matters. We, you know, it's always life decision making inherently involves risk. Yes. You know, so if he stays on and says, I'm sticking with Jason Bourne, it's just I know it. I already got everything figured out. Then you feel like you're not taking the risk. But in reality, Matt Damon is living proof that you're risking something that turned out to be much, much bigger. Yeah. It's just one risk feels less scary because one risk requires staying. The other requires jumping. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's scary. It's like the, I get butterflies just thinking about it. Butterfly <laughs> I would never leave anywhere if I didn't have to. <laughs> so your only way out is they ask like, you to leave. You can't take me. I'm not going anywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. How I, was, don't, I don't. I'm very safe. Yeah. I know. And there's a lot to be said for safety. There's a lot to be said. And I have no reason to be safe. No, oh I'm lord! Not, no, nothing's tying me down anywhere. No, you uh, you're in a great risk taking yeah. phase of I your know. life. What am I doing? You already have a lot of money saved up. You've been prudent with your finances. You contribute to a four hundred one k, right? I do. Okay, listen. I mean that your x amount of years young. <laughs> what am I doing? You've only got you to pay for. Come on, my friend. Right? Damn. Rocco, are you a risk taker or a safe guy? I'm kind of safe at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, you're settled and you have a family. Yeah, you got to worry about that fam. I'm a lone wolf. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, When we come back, Rocco's got a dirt alert. You can stick around for that. Uh, A lot of people stream Black Widow this weekend on Disney Plus Premier Access. They paid that extra $30. We'll tell you how much money they raked in. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1.